You are tuned into the Full Grip Podcast, a podcast for Black women, where we share insights on health, wealth, personal development, beauty, and happiness. I am your host, Alamade, and y'all, I had another episode planned, recorded, and ready to publish, but I wanted to talk about something that's been heavy on my heart for these past few weeks, and honestly, the past few years. I am outraged at the fact that very few people in this world can find it within themselves to respect, protect, and covet Black women, dark-skinned women, trans women, and little girls, and every identity that exists under the greater umbrella of women. I initially wanted to ask, you know, why is that? But quite frankly, I'm tired of asking From now on, I will only denounce every violence, assault, neglect, and disrespect against women. Now, when I say words like respect, protect, and covet, I'm not looking for the world or men or other women to coddle me, spoon feed me, think for me, or anything along those lines. I'm simply rejecting the expectation to be obedient and receptive of being treated with less respect and delicacy than I deserve. From a very young age and throughout my development, whether it be from ignorant teachers, grown men and women, family members, and even my peers, I could never understand why people were so comfortable mistreating me when one, I did nothing to deserve it, and two, I always knew I was worthy of how I wanted to be treated. Ultimately, That led me to be extremely defensive growing up because I saw very quickly that respectability politics never worked in my favor or delivered on its promises. So me being nice or me being well put together never meant that people would return kindness or be kind in the first place. You know, I've had to unlearn being tough and defensive when it isn't necessary in the past, what, five to six years, because that's what I've always known. Now I know that racism, sexism, and colorism all contribute to the things that I still experience to this day. But it's very confusing to me that every attempt I make at speaking up or defending myself is somehow equated to me being an angry or negative person who is now deserving of that very mistreatment. Because respectability teachings have no room when you have not violated me in any way. It may be little to you, but it affects my livelihood, it affects my mental health, and it affects my sense of security. I have every right to defend myself however I choose to do so. The more I learn about different equity movements and efforts from the civil rights movement, LGBTQIA+, women's rights, mental illness, and disability advocacy, etc., etc., The more I learn that oppression follows similar patterns and really worsens when different identities are conflated. So this entire notion that people must be persecuted for being so different from the role that society predetermined they should fit in, and even more so after demanding to be treated like a human being, is unacceptable and we have to put a stop to it. Side note. Please be aware that advocacy for Black equity cannot be siloed to exclude or not name groups that you don't necessarily understand or identify with. 
All cries within the community must be heard and met with the same vigor and thirst for change that we are now seeing against police. We have to one band, one sound this thing in order to achieve true liberation and progression for our people. Everyone is deserving of the right to live a free, stable, and happy life. My specific experiences with mistreatment as a dark-skinned woman include, but are certainly not limited to, (laughs) being spoken to as if I'm foolish, being catcalled, sexually assaulted, aggressively followed by men, being disrespected in the workplace, always being regarded as an aggressor, and being treated as if I'm unworthy of love and compassion. Please don't try to jump to diminish my experience. Yes, these are things that every woman is faced with, but dark-skinned women experience these at far greater rates than light-skinned or mixed-race women. And this isn't a pissing battle to see who endures the most suffering. I'm almost certain that every woman can relate to one or more of these experiences, and for that, I sympathize with you all. I view our resilience in spite of these experiences as mostly blessing, but very, very, very minor part curse. Because of our strength, we are smarter and greater contributors in every aspect of society. Our ingenuity has allowed us to take up space and stay constant waymakers, revolutionaries, and leaders, even without due glory and recognition. All the while, we remain nurturers and gatekeepers to our communities and cultures. We are left to pick up the pieces and to put ourselves back together after all the work is done. But that's not even the part that I'm mad at. I'm upset because people think that after I do all this for myself, for my family, for others in this world, that I have time to deal with their ignorance, their projections, and their insanity. I am not the one. I absolutely refuse, and so should you. I wanted to take this episode to applaud all the Black women finding a way to survive and flourish with your multiple identities and all your personal battles. I'm just here to share some reminders and tips on how to make sure you're taking care of yourself and other women around you. The first thing I want to push is to love and respect yourself unconditionally. You cannot pour from an empty cup. It is up to us to prioritize giving ourselves the love and treatment we want and deserve. You can't continue committing yourself to things that do not serve you if you yourself are not whole. And you can't wait around for someone to come along and suddenly deem you worthy of what you deserve. It will only leave you feeling depleted and give you an express ticket to stress and illness. Do things that make you happy and make you feel smart, make you feel beautiful. Put into practice being kind, patient, forgiving, loving, and respectful to yourself and see how much more empowered and balanced you feel. Pour your time and effort into yourself without worrying about what other people have to say or how they feel about it. Those who are willing to channel that same energy into you will most likely gravitate towards you while the rest can carry on with their nonsense. A lot of people call it dating yourself and honestly... It's fitting because taking the time to learn yourself is essential and it's something that we should never stop doing as we continue to grow and change. My second tip is to be an ally to other women. You see, when I hear stories like the one of my Yoruba sister, Oluwatoyin Salau, I think of how she has been deprived of her life 
and even before that, denied adequate support and protection. This woman was homeless. She had nowhere to go, but still she was fighting for Black lives. She was fighting for our freedom. And it's heartbreaking because it's almost certain that any report of domestic violence and or sexual assault will be accompanied by dead ends, victim blaming, alienation, and many more terrible things because people do not empathize with our experiences and the criminal justice system is inept. One can only imagine the weight of bearing that load, but we can do our part by serving as an ally to other women so that they do not have to be strong alone in something that could potentially break them. Simply do the best you can to support a woman in distress, a temporarily displaced woman, the new woman at your job, your gym, your neighborhood, and more. My mother was my first example of an ally to other women, and it's something I used to be very angry at her for when I was younger because I saw how some people, you know, would easily take advantage of her or just take her kindness um, for granted. And honestly, the more I mature and get older, the more I strive to be like my mother. And, you know, I'm not saying to... I'm not, I'm not here to encourage any woman to break their bank account or break their backs to uplift another woman, you know? But I strongly believe that we can all adopt even just one more ounce of kindness and develop a stronger sense of responsibility for other Black women and other people in our community. We can't truly fight for equity until we're a unified front. We can each do our part by embracing another Black woman. Definitely do the best that you can with whatever you have and wherever you are. Supporting other women can be as simple as speaking to each other kindly and with respect. I think about living single on this point a lot because, well, if you're not new here, you know that this is one of my favorite shows and I watch it endlessly throughout the year. But although the entire cast cracked jokes a lot, Everyone in the friend group spoke lovingly and fully supported each other, especially when it was needed. So all the men in the group spoke kindly towards the women. The women in the group spoke kindly towards the women. This show was literally the first time I'd seen men respect and defend Black women for no other reason outside of the fact that they were friends. And let's not even get started talking about how how well Overton treated and regarded Sinclair. How when, sorry to ruin it for anybody, but when Kyle and Maxine started dating, he wanted to love her out loud. The way Scooter went all out for Khadijah. These things aren't unheard of. These women were able to be fully supportive of each other and not call each other out of their names, you know, and not be blatantly disrespectful outside of cracking jokes. You get what I'm saying? We are deserving of all these things and it's easily accessible to us. We just have to have that interest and apply that effort. We can each do our parts to rekindle our community base by simply embracing another woman. My next and last tip is to reclaim your sexuality. This has been a huge part of my self-development. And when you think about it, much of society's value in women starts and stops with limiting our sexuality and identity to our ability to birth children and bring men pleasure. 
To this day, we are still fighting to untether ourselves from these notions. Still fighting to this day. To this day. To this day. To this day. My body belongs to me and me only. And I shouldn't be expected to undyingly commit myself to a man's pleasure when 99.99999% of men can barely make any woman reach her peak. As a woman and as a survivor of sexual assault, reclaiming my sexuality has heightened my self-awareness, self-confidence, and contributed to my overall happiness. Masturbation is key. Learn it and love it because it's a simple and gratifying way to put yourself first each and every time. Trust me when I tell you that the list of masturbation benefits is long, but to keep things short, just answer me this. Where else can you get in a lower body workout, de-stress and clear your mind, sharpen your mind, clear your skin, strengthen your immune system, and come in as little as three minutes? I rest my case. I hope you leave this episode feeling supported, seen, and heard. Continue to defend yourself and others. Continue to take up space and be bold. And most importantly, continue to be your amazing self. I hope you have at least one other Black woman to battle life with. But if not, please know that I am here wishing you well and sending endless love and light. Thank you so very much for tuning into Full Grit. I'll speak to you soon.